This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. My name is Jane Borowski, host of Invisible Tears. This podcast will be about my story and my words, talking about my own personal experiences and self-healing. I do not claim to be a therapist, counselor, or licensed psychologist. Hello, my name is Amanda Bedard, and I'm the co-host, producer, and editor of Invisible Tears. I'm a Reiki master, certified professional life coach, spiritual coach, wellness coach, and a counseling practitioner. Some of the content you will hear in this podcast may be disturbing to some. Viewer discretion is advised, but it is our hope by putting this information out there that we may help others to heal. We will always be a platform for truth and healing. This is Invisible Tears. Welcome to Invisible Tears. I'm Jane, host of Invisible Tears, and I'm here with a very good, close, long-term friend, Tammy. Hi, Tammy. Hello, Jane. She is um, actually also Drew's mom. I really wanted to get together with her and do this podcast because she's been with me through so many levels of my life. And um, we're actually vacationing this week. Um, We got down to Tammy and Mike's, her husband, Mike, which is Drew's dad. Um, There was me and Drew and Amanda and their daughter, Obs, and me and Jessica and Cheyenne drove down to North Carolina, stayed with them for a few days. And now we're in Myrtle Beach, which we've been having such a good flipping time. It's been so good. So good. Done so much laughing and playing games and sightseeing and. Uh, the weather turned crappy today, but that's okay. We still had a really good time. Yep. Uh, did a ton of shopping. <laughs> and actually, this is my first time in Myrtle Beach, so I've had a blast. We've got this big, big-ass condo that's like seventh floor right on Myrtle Beach. It's what three bedrooms, big living room, kitchen, big balcony, two bathrooms, got a whirlpool tub in one of them washer and dryer it's got a washer and dryer <laughs> that's been that's been the big thing with everybody it's got a washer and dryer and it's fitting 14 of us yeah easily 14 of us yep 14 of us have been staying here for a few days and we've just done so much laughing and so much fun the other people that are here with us is um drew's brother marcus and his sister paige and their spouses, and Paige's two kids, Kenley and Bubby. So if I could handpick any family in this world that I would want to be in, 
It would be your family, Tammy. Well, that's why we included you. I feel so blessed, I guess, to, uh, is probably the best word, that I get to um, be involved and um, share and make so many great memories with you guys. I absolutely love you guys. Like We love you so much. And you're right. We have gone through so many different things. And maybe it was all pointing to this. Yeah. You know, yep. you telling your story yes. and helping others, yep. which you have immensely have done. Oh, thank you. What I like the best, too, is, or one of the best things, is your only granddaughter and my only granddaughter <laughs> are like two little besties oh, yeah. when they're together. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they like, call each other cousins. <laughs> yep, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yep, yeah. I love that. And it's almost like they're growing up together, too. Yeah. Be- they're like us. Yeah. We don't see each other for a long period of time, but yet when we do, it's like... Not a it, moment passed. Exactly. And it's like that with Kenley and Cheyenne. It is. It's like they just pick up where they, they left six months or a year ago. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> but yeah, they have a, a indoor pool downstairs and the kids and everybody been having a blast down there with that. Yeah. Yeah. It's been a lot of fun. So when we first became friends 30 plus years ago. Yeah, it was, I, we were figuring out, and Michael and I have been married 39 years, but I don't think that we got to know you until like 38 years ago. Okay. So then from there, it's we would go long periods of time and not see each other. Yeah, we did. You know, and that's why I like this Invisible Tears. I mean, you couldn't have named it any better because you never, ever, ever acted like poor me you you but you also never talked about it we never talked about it and I think oh my gosh I now I've been friends with her for 38 years and where the hell was I why didn't I see anything but that's how good you were at it you were pro at it I mean you were so pro that now I'm hearing this about your gambling you hid that yeah you hid that so well it's unbelievable how, you know, we didn't see that in each other. Like, it just, I don't know, we shared every other part of our lives, but not that. And even though I knew you before it happened, but we were living out in a different town. So we weren't connecting very often. What did you think when you heard about my attack? You know what? I was out here like this with Marcus. Yeah, because I was, I was pregnant. Attacked. August 6th, and Marcus was born. August 12th. Okay. But I went into labor, the I, you know, but it stopped, but on 8-8-88. So I, when this all happened with you, and like you said, there was no social media. Nobody called us up and told us, you know. We didn't have cell phones or any of that and um, because we were staying in a different state even, you know. Mm. It, granted, Vermont, New Hampshire right there, but we were just over that line. And we didn't call each other that often because back then, because it was long distance. Yeah, it, it was cost actually. money. It would cost money. Yeah. So let's face it. I mean, you know, I wasn't putting that bill on to my mother. Yeah. So I didn't hear about it right away. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I didn't hear about it right away. And I don't know why. Now, did you hear about a pregnant woman being stabbed in Swansea on the news or nope in the uh, all I heard somebody saying that you know Jane was stabbed what is she all right yeah I guess and you know it was never nothing more than that and then I didn't get to see you it must have been 
Jess was born what October twelfth. 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 Okay. So it must have been either late November or December, and you came over the house with Jessica, and because here they we had the two babies. Yeah. And that's all we talked about. We never talked about the attack and that's why this podcast is so unbelievable like bringing it out there telling it your way not somebody else's how they try and portray you and make it sound like oh it's solved because i think this person did you don't have no proof you know that's what is awful that so many people and close people to you thought that that was solved marcus included yeah that's what he told me because we never talked about it We never, we didn't want to trigger you. We didn't want to bring up bad things. I was scared to ask you about it. And that's what a lot of people say. They never talked to me about my attack or asked me questions about my attack because they were afraid that it would trigger me or trigger something. But not only that, you kept it together. On the outside, (laughs) you kept it together. You made it look like, you know what? I dealt with it. Never knowing, never know. And that's why I don't know how you came up with the name Invisible Tears, but that is perfect because they were invisible to all of us. Yeah. All of us. And then when going down the road and, and thinking, and I was about your, as you said, bad judgments, bad things, you know, that, you know, when you did different, you know, I made bad, and, choices. But bad choices. And, and I thought, you know what? To me, I, I never held any of that to you except all I said was boy you know she seems to learn from each bad choice and never thinking that inside you're I didn't know the gambling had got that bad until after you were arrested and even then I didn't know the details I still don't know the details what I do know is that you always always kept together like you to the rest of the world you were the strongest most courageous person in the world and you are holding it inside doesn't change that (laughs) no but holding inside doesn't change that what do you you were so courageous along the way and you never you know it wasn't about you like you could have easily said oh Jess you know what you know I went through you know what I went through to protect her well we know you protected her you you saved her life by saving your own life you saved her life but you never never came off there was never poor me this is what i went never and even after you found out you had the ptsd you still weren't blaming the stabbing for your gambling and that stuff yeah and i think you still said you know it was me making bad it it was you know that was that was something i always did is i owned up to my own You always owned up to it. I always owned up to my bad choices, and I never made excuses. Nope. And I have to remind myself, I still have to remember, because of my PTSD, I I did make bad choices because of my PTSD, and not getting the help that I needed a long, long time ago. But I still have to accept and own up to my bad choices, because if I don't, I'm going to make bad choices again. And I... 
And I don't totally want to do that. that. But you, I, from each step that you've gone through over the years, you really have, you learned from them. Yeah. You know, where you see other people, you know, they may take three steps forward and then they fall way back. You know, you are going forward. And it must have been the counseling. You must have started the counseling or something that was happening in your life. Because I did not know until after Cheyenne was born and you came to visit me. And that was the first time you opened up to me about your childhood. Yeah. You know, you didn't have it easy. And that's another no. thing. You don't blame any of it on that. No. Never. No. Never. You did not no. have it easy. Yeah. And yet you are so strong. And you are a hero to so many of us. We look up to you. And yet we don't even know what's going on with you and but yet we've always been there with you and yes. and we you know what we could see each other you know and play cards you know the four of us and and just get together and just and those were some of my favorite times we never brought up any of the the dirty laundry yeah yeah, yeah. well i felt like every time i'm around, I'm around you and your family all we do is laugh and it's always a good time and of course we you know, pick on each other and got to pick on this one and got to pick on Michael. And, yeah. you know, he's he's usually the butt of all our jokes. But it's like no matter how bad of a week or a month or whatever I've had, when I'm around you guys, it's all forgotten. And I think that is important for people with PTSD. Even now with me, I mean, PTSD doesn't just go away. No. And the past couple of months have been horrible for me. I've been in a major, major funk, but I've been looking forward to this. Yeah. Being with you guys and going to Myrtle Beach and hanging out with you guys, it's almost like medicine to me. Yeah. I, I can hang out here and we do all kinds of our, all our laughing and play games and stuff. And it's like all the bad is just forgotten. Yeah. And, and that's why I always tell people, if you're in a funk and you're having a bad time, it's temporary. Yeah, it's very temporary. Surround yourself with people that make you laugh, people that you love to be around, that make you um, happy, or do something or go someplace that you love, like the ocean. I'm at the ocean right now, Myrtle <laughs> Beach, and I am like loving it. I am like on cloud nine. Or go to the mountains, or yeah. go to your favorite park and sit and camping. write in your <laughs> your journal. Go camping because your bad days are just so temporary. And I know with PTSD, it never goes away, and you're always gonna have bad days, but they're so temporary. And that's the sad thing about PTSD is when you are having bad days, you forget that okay, they are temporary. Because at that moment, it feels like gonna be forever you're just done yeah. yeah and i mean i've got to that point twice when i attempted suicide and twice. i didn't know anything about those yeah never knew not many people knew about that yeah yeah that was something i went through dennis was there with me he was there for me but the two attempts that i made at suicide i still didn't get the help that i needed yeah that's it was too bad it was like a band-aid mm -hmm. oh take this medicine for depression take this medicine for this yeah you should be good mm. go on your way again the system failed me i never got the counseling that i needed then i am so shocked that they even let you out of the hospital without getting some kind of care checking in on you you know talking to a therapist doing whatever i know it was a long time ago but still i was in the hospital for six weeks and they, they didn't just, think to have no 
No, I would. I never got set up with a counselor or anything. It was okay. You're better. We just did evaluation on you. Uh, we did the family. Me and Dennis got together with the counselor that was up in the hospital, and uh, we talked for a little bit. Made a plan, which the plan was pretty much, you know, if I get to that point again, I know where to go, and Dennis to be more aware of what's going on with me and and then it was um you know here's two prescriptions and go have a good life I wish back then they had um offered me the counseling because I probably I I know I would have accepted it I know yeah it just that was a lot of a lot of people have mentioned that to me like um drug addicts they only get the help when they know that they want it right and nobody can make you get the help you get the help. You stop doing drugs, or you, you, an alcoholic stops drinking when they feel that they need it. They yeah, don't want to do it. When they can do it. Yep. Yeah. And that's the same with PTSD and with counseling. But I never refused counseling. I was just never offered it. It's just crazy it's that nobody along the way, anywhere along the way. You know, because and and you know what? I know what it is because you really did. You look like you had it all together, Jane. You always look like you had it together. But that, again, is because you are so strong. And I went into, like, um, survival mode. Yep. Big time. Yep. No matter how much it bothered me when I was alone or at home or whatever, it was just a survival mode that I went into. It was so normal for me. It wasn't until I got counseling and I realized how fucked up I was. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, yeah. holy you, you don't shit, realize. am I messed up. Yeah. It wasn't until I got the counseling I, I realized. I tell you, again, we never talked about that. But you know what? That may have been the best thing for our families, and that's why we're so close. It's not about that. It's about just you and Jess and Cheyenne. I mean, we've been tight about our families and not that incident because that did not make you who you are. Sure. You know, we loved you sure. before and after and forever. It doesn't matter. Now, I got a question for you sure. because I really haven't asked anybody else. Now, you knew me before I received the counseling, which was in 2010, and then you knew me after. Did you see a difference in me? I was so happy to hear you got counseling because I thought you always needed it. I remember back, this is one thing that just stuck out in my mind. We had a birthday party for our friend Julie. And so it was at the club downtown and you had asked me to make a cake and it was one that I was embarrassed about bringing it in. (laughs) And you said, oh, I'll go get it. And I, you went out into that dark parking lot in my car to get that cake and I thought such a jerk I am how stupid could I be and all these years I've always thought oh my gosh I really wasn't a good friend I sent her in a dark parking lot (laughs) by herself oh my god I have thought about that ever since then really yeah and that has to be what 25 years that was a long time ago yeah yeah. Yes, and Tammy made a penis cake. Yes, stop. <laughs> oh. <laughs> you know, but you didn't show anything like it bothered you. No, it that's didn't. why that's why I never said anything or never questioned you about everything. I thought, you know what? I don't want to be the one to make her, you know, lose it yeah. because she's got it together. Not realizing you really, invisible tears cannot be a more perfect 
name for this because you really did. You hit it all. I did. I hit a lot. Yep. Yeah. I'm yeah. shocked at each each episode, like, and I'm like learning, and that's why I'm. I don't ask you about them. I don't ask my son about them. I don't ask my daughter in law about them. Or anything. I want to hear it for the first time because there is so much for the first time. I'm learning, but I'll tell you when you did your Christmas one. I, I you know what? I am. You know me. I all about christmas yeah, everybody about knows christmas me. like i am yeah i yeah. absolutely love i mean christmas. just unbelievable so everybody you know they made me push back to september to start the christmas music i used <laughs> to start in july <laughs> yeah. but anyways so uh, this year i just could not get myself together and yet we we had so many of us together down in North Carolina, you know. Yeah, like almost People your whole family down, yeah, was down almost, there. You know, and um, I just could not get myself together. And then we realized why. On Christmas morning, we realized everybody had COVID. <laughs> <laughs> we just could not get it together. Listen, I, you know, and I felt I, robbed. After I did that episode, it's funny that you said that because... I got so many emails from friends of mine all over the place. And they're like, oh, my God, this was like the worst Christmas ever. Just did not feel like Christmas. Couldn't get in the Christmas spirit. Had family, had a great meal and everything. And they yeah. just said could not find the Christmas spirit this year. I don't know what it was. Christmas of 2022 just. Oh, my gosh. It sucked. It really was because <laughs> I make so much food and yeah. I pick for everybody gets to pick two things that they want me to make because that's my thing. And I could not get into it. Yeah. And I don't know if the stuff just didn't taste good or if I just wasn't into it or but I'm now I realize, you know, they had to I had to been sick already with COVID. Yeah. You know, yeah. not feeling into it but i did i felt robbed i'm like yeah. oh my gosh i have to wait a whole nother year yeah that's the way i felt too yeah i was like oh my god the christmas is already coming gone it sucked yeah and when you said I you can't. had to do the gift cards well yeah. I, I ended up doing some little gifts but but i wanted to see the kids open all the others i don't even remember what they opened yeah yeah you know? same here with i would go in their room i see it where'd you come back Christmas. <laughs> yeah, really? <laughs> yeah, I felt robbed. We'll be right back after a quick word from our sponsors. Hey, my name's Otis Gray, host of The Daily Book Club, a daily podcast where I read wonderful old books one chapter at a time. Simple as that. Whether you want to get engaged and lost in a fascinating story that has stood the test of time, or just relax to a good book, listen to The Daily Book Club to get wrapped up or unwind during your day. We'll read classic stories like Pride and Prejudice, The Enchanted April, The Wind in the Willows, beautiful stories all told from start to finish. And you can even do a real book club. Tune into the Daily Book Club Discord and discuss the readings with other book club listeners. However you want to listen, it's your choice. Subscribe to the Daily Book Club on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere else. New episodes every single day. So sit back, relax, and get lost in the Daily Book Club. And now back to our episode. And every episode, you guys really are helping. I know you're helping me. And you, you know, you get responses from other people that 
you know, oh, the bullying one. Oh my gosh, you made me stop and look at it a different way. I was looking at it as the parents that was on the list, instead of looking at it from the child's view of why they put you on that list. I'd be like, oh my gosh, how could they let that kid back in there? And, you know, oh, my child's on the list, you know, oh, you know. And like you asked the question, what put you on that list? Yeah, I'm telling you, oh my gosh, you made me look at it in a whole different way. And you were so right. I said, oh my gosh, that's why I love a podcast where I can listen to it and I get my questions in my head and then oh my gosh Amanda just knows when to ask you the right questions yeah. and and it's like oh that's what I was thinking and and so you really are helping you are helping a lot of people I hope so the bullying episode was kind of tough for me because Jessica was bullied in yeah. school but I was so angry that everybody was now the girl that wrote the hit list Like I said, she was not, you know, that was a very bad thing to do. She should have never done that. But so many people were all against her and all this support for these other girls that were actually, you know, on the list and bullying her. Yeah. Like I said, if my daughter was on that hit list, I want to know why you're on that hit yes. list. Yes, and I, Damn and it. I, there's a you reason. really opened up. She don't just put names on that hit list for no reason. And that's another thing that even my daughter Paige and I had talked about it, and we we're like, we are so sorry that Jess went through all that stuff, yeah. but you know what? Jess learned from you to hide it. She did because we got together for all family functions and everything, but the kids they weren't in the same classes or anything together. No. So it was just that my kids did different things than Jess. Jess wasn't into the sports and stuff. Yeah. They were into that and stuff. If they had no, that would have been a whole oh, different and story. And she knows that. Like when we went to your house and the kids all go and play or whatever, you know, they always, your kids always included Jessica and everything. Always. I can remember, as a matter of fact, we were just talking about this the other day. Remember that New Year's when you decided, you and Mike decided, oh, we're going to babysit Yeah, all we took the kids. everybody's kids. And they were like ages it was millennium. from like five to like 12. Yes, millennium. Yep. And um, <laughs> you decided to fill those balloons with confetti. <laughs> yeah, um, <laughs> We were cleaning up confetti for years. We took off the sideboard, you know, the trim, and there was confetti in there. Oh, my God. They took balloons, for one for each kid. They filled it up with confetti. And then at New Year's, you guys gave them a pin Pin, to pop them. they got to pop them. And it was confetti everywhere. I remember that morning I picked up the kids, and they still had confetti in their hair and their clothes. (laughs) That was fun. That was how we wanted to spend our millennium. And my kids remember that. They will always remember that. That was fun. Yeah, that was super cool. It was so funny, though. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, Paige was just telling me the other day. She's like, oh, my God, we we, we still found confetti <laughs> when we moved out of the house. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> it's funny how those things remember. And that's the thing. It's like even like today or sitting around, whatever, when we talk, we talk about all the good times yeah. and the memories. And, and you know what? That may just be how... I am because my mother was always that way and we always enjoyed it when somebody passes on we don't just stop talking about them so we got to oh, talk, talk about, about the, your mom yeah oh my gosh yeah. Hey, so, or what do we call her margie. She was, margie she was awesome she was outspoken and yeah. she was the funniest person i ever knew you know what i think it was was because she could laugh at herself yeah. 
she she would tell a story about herself and you'd be in stitches and you'd think you know what if she just didn't tell anybody nobody would know she did that embarrassing (laughs) thing but yeah she she had a lot of cookouts at her house and we were always invited yeah me and dennis and the kids would always go it was so much fun yeah but my favorite memories of her is when she used to get us tickets for some kind it's of the, figure uh, It was the Dart Vermont. It was in Vermont. It was the Dartmouth Skating Club, and they would put on a show each year and bring in the real big top names, yeah. professionals. Yep. You know, it would go from the, the little kids doing a routine yeah, all the way up to yeah. then we got to see these huge names, and it was awesome. Yeah. And she always included she you did. and Jeff. It was, it was all us girls. Yeah, all us girls. And... um. We get up early in the morning and we drive. Where was it? it was oh, Dartmouth. Dartmouth, yeah. White River. Yep. And we'd all drive up there, and I think we always took two cars because I think we couldn't, we couldn't fit, fit everybody yeah. in one yeah. car. Yeah. We go up there. And your mother just loved it. Oh just, yeah, she does. And then we leave her glory. there, and we always stopped at Howard Johnson's, <laughs> yeah. and she would get her her White Russian. White Russian. <laughs> <laughs> she wasn't driving. She, yep, have a she wasn't driving. <laughs> And oh, she enjoyed that so yeah, much. Yeah, she did. She did. She loved it. And all the yeah. girls, you know, it was just awesome. We did that for quite a few quite years. Quite a few years. Oh, yeah. my gosh. That yeah. was a lot of fun. I think after her passing, that was the thing I missed the most. It is. Me too. Yeah. Yep, because we too. didn't get that. And none of us even knew her connections of how she got the <laughs> tickets or anything. <laughs> so we can go again. <laughs> Should have had to write that down. <laughs> it just wouldn't have been the same, though. No, it wouldn't. No, absolutely not. No. no. But it's like my kids remember those good memories with you guys. Yeah. And your kids brought up some good memories about with me. Um, I got brave one year, one summer. I was babysit most of the kids. Yeah. There was um, Marcus and Drew and Paige and Jessica and my son Devin. And then Julie, another good friend of ours, Julie and Kevin, they're two boys, Lyle and Maddie. I decided I had a minivan and I took them all to uh, water country. <laughs> and oh my God, for years, they still talk about yeah. how much fun they had. Yeah. It was a blast. It was a blast. And people look at me and they're like, Desiree. You were alone, and you took all those kids yeah, to water country. But all of them knew not to yep. misbehave for you. They, they all the really respected you, that's for sure. well-behaved kids yep. ever. Yep. It was, um, we had lunchtime at a certain time. I'd go around and let's sit for lunch for a while. And, mm-hmm. and they knew that, you know, the place, it was a big place, water yeah. country up in, in um, New Hampshire. What I loved the most was they all looked out for each other. The little ones, mm-hmm. like Marcus or, and Drew, would look out for Devin because Devin yeah. was the youngest. Oh yeah, um, Paige and Jessica pretty much hung out together, and it was just like they yeah. each looked out for each other. It was, was really nice. awesome. That was fun. That was fun, and I love love that they still talk about that yeah. and they still because that was twenty five plus years ago. Oh yeah, I brought yeah, them. Oh, yeah, they were young. That was yeah, they were young. Devin was. Well, Devin will be 30 this year, and I think oh. Devin was like four, three oh. or four. So I was like, I yeah, it was a we're long time ago. <laughs> long time yeah. ago. Yeah. We made a lot of memories. Oh, gosh, we have. Oh, Christmas A lot parties. of memories. Oh, yeah. <laughs> camping. Oh, camping. Yeah. Camping's yeah. the best. Yeah. 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 Well, 
you know, you say I, I hit a lot of things, and it's funny because I just, I never meant to, you know. No, and you didn't have the help that you needed. Yeah, what I went through as a victim after my attack, like, you know, the other episodes I did, you know, the financial and the hate letters yeah. and stuff like that, I almost took it as, yeah, it happened to me. Yeah, I'm telling my story. But then when I got people like really good friends of mine that listen to my podcast faithfully, like you, Tammy, it's like you were like, oh, my God, I didn't know that. And it's like I think back and I'm like, I wonder why I never talked to her about that. <laughs> I wonder why I never said anything about that. I don't feel like I intentionally hid stuff like that. I just think we just never, we never talked about it. Because when I was with you guys or yeah. when you guys were with us, it was just a totally different. We didn't talk about anything bad in our lives. No. We walked in the door, bad is outside the door, and it's we're like, just going to have a good time. Like we took a vacation from anything yeah. that was, you know. Yeah. Yeah. But I never called you up to say anything that was going on. There and, was some you know, things that, yeah. Yeah, I you know. I, and, I, and I'm so. sure there's a lot of things I don't know. <laughs> yeah. So. But I feel extremely blessed to have a good friend like you for as long as we've been friends even though we don't talk we don't talk all the time no. we text every yeah. once in a while but we don't talk all the time no. but it doesn't matter no. it doesn't mean you're mad at me no. or i'm mad at no. you you know you live in north carolina i live in new hampshire so distance is a yeah. you know we don't see each other on a regular basis because of distance but when we see each other we pick up right where we left just off just like no time ever passed no, no. You know? again once you guys talked about doing this and this podcast was just always meant to be cuz i i just knew you were ready to tell your story yes yeah. i i definitely was and for andrew to be there and and amanda yeah. you know the duo they really are, are a good team they are such an amazing team <laughs> together <laughs> amazing you know, i'd like to take credit you know but i don't get any credit for that <laughs> well okay i thank andrew every single day for marrying amanda <laughs> so i'll thank you very much for having andrew <laughs> oh you're quite welcome <laughs> But no, I just, I think that you're right. Like this was not the podcast that I would have imagined, but it's the one that needed to happen. Yeah. I'm really glad. And, and I'm glad that you guys are helping people and then other people with PTSD. I mean, seriously, uh, there's so many different things that can happen to somebody to cause PTSD. Oh, it is. Any kind of trauma. And and unfortunately, it doesn't matter how bad someone else thinks it was or how little somebody else thinks it is. PTSD is PTSD. So yeah. to the person, it affected them that much. Yeah, exactly. So it doesn't mean like, you know, you can't say, well, oh my gosh, it was such a minor thing that happened to that person. How can they say they have PTSD? That's not fair. Well, I did it. it I know. Like, when I they know. diagnosed me, it was... I wasn't in a war. I wasn't in combat. How can I possibly have PTSD? And even though I was attacked and stabbed 27 times, I have PTSD. Now, if somebody else had some kind of trauma, like an abusive boyfriend for six months or whatever, they could very well form PTSD. It doesn't mean their PTSD is any less traumatic or their trauma is any less traumatic exactly. than mine. I think that's a huge point 
to make and that you guys are making that point it's crazy that somebody looking in at you you know like oh well of course she has ptsd she was stabbed but like you said somebody with what somebody might consider not a big deal to other people it affected that person And so the PTSD is still, and then once it's there, it doesn't just go away. It doesn't. Yeah. You know? It doesn't. No. And then it manifests itself into a gambling problem. It does. I'm not going to say all. There's a good majority of people that have suffered any kind of, you know, a trauma and develop PTSD do develop an addiction. Of um, some kind. Be, yeah, some kind. Uh, alcohol or drugs or gambling. My choice yeah. was gambling. You're thinking in your mind, I'm in so much pain and I just want the pain to go away. So, okay, I'm going to drink and get drunk every night and the pain's going to go away. But the truth of the matter is you still have PTSD the next day. Right. And your problems are still there. And until you get the medical help and the professional help, it's it's... Just yeah, and self-medicating is not the answer. Self-medicating, and that's exactly, exactly even gambling is self-medicating because yeah. oh, you absolutely. want to get on that high of oh, uh, I'll feel better if yeah. I win, I, you know. And I just felt so comfortable sitting in front of the slot machines, and I didn't have to think about anything. Yeah. I didn't have to think about what happened to me or how much pain I was in or anything like that. I had a focus, mm-hmm. and that's what I focused on. I didn't have to focus on anything else. And I know people say, oh, well, you know. And I've heard this a lot, and there's alcohol addiction, there's a drug addiction, there's sex addiction, Mm -hmm. and there's gambling, and I'm sure there's other addictions too. And people say, well, you know, it's easier to stop gambling, and gambling doesn't do as much damage as alcohol or drugs. The fact of the matter is, and this is proven, people that are compulsive gamblers are more likely to commit suicide than anybody else. And that just floored me. And I never, and you're right. I was thinking the other way. That's what I'm saying. Like you guys are opening up our eyes to a lot of things that we thought backwards or just whatever but they can mask it even better because you don't smell alcohol you don't see somebody staggering you don't see you know somebody high on something so it's they can hide it yeah i knew you loved going to bingo and and i remember one time you saying how much you won at the track and i thought well how much did she spend to win that you know that was my thing because i go two dollars and i'm done you know but that's just not my thing you know but i thought that uh, you know a couple times like you know yeah she said she went in on the scratch tickets but how many you got to get to get there because you know then this would be coming from somebody that's played the same numbers for 39 (laughs) years on the powerball But and that's what, what, what $2? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, gambling is it, it's such an invisible addiction. And, um, I mean, the only way a gambling addiction shows up to a, another family member is when they see finances dwindling, unpaid bills, and stuff like that. That's that's when it's really visible. Because the and only by th- then, it's... it's <laughs> right, and I just remember crazy. one time that, like, I don't... I think it was either the cell phone or the electric or something didn't get paid. But other than that, I never knew about what you, the gambling was doing to you and your family. I, I, again, oblivious to it. But you know what? I love our friendship and I wouldn't I change too. that for the world. Nope. So, you know what, let's be the happy together. And that's our, that's our vacation is when yeah. we're together and can just have fun. 
I know, and we've had such a blast. We have had a blast. So thank you, Tammy, well, for doing you. this with me. Oh, thank you. It was fun. I'm glad you, you know, you were able to open up to me about a few things. <laughs> <laughs> and um, forever friendship. Forever. Yeah. Forever and yeah, ever. And I love watching your kids grow up and you oh, like love yours. watching my kids grow up and um wouldn't change it for anything. Now we get to watch our grandjo- granddaughters I and grandchildren know. grow up. Yeah, yeah. So, oh god, we're getting old. <laughs> yeah, we are. <laughs> I know. I'm even older. <laughs> well, thank you very much, oh, Tammy. Thank you. I love you forever love and you. ever. Thank you all so much for listening to this episode of Invisible Tears. Make sure you subscribe to our podcast to hear all future episodes. Click into our link tree too in the episode description to find and follow us on all our social medias. And it also links to our website, invisible-tears.com, where you can keep current on any events that may be coming up, read more about Jane and the team, and read more about all the Connecticut River Valley unsolved cases. If you are looking for everyday items, clothes, collectibles, or a gift for that special someone, you can support us further by checking out our retail store, The Frugal Marketplace. We can be found at thefrugalmarketplace.com or search for us on eBay and Poshmark. We hold an online claim sale on Facebook Live every Monday night at 7 p.m. where you can find our latest items for sales or items at a deep discount. The links for our products can be found in our show notes. If you want to learn more about my wellness practice, Guided Path Wellness, head to guidedpathwellness.org. There you can read more about me and my certifications, more about the Reiki and coaching services I offer both in person and remote, and read all about my products for sale that I make through the practice. Feel free to utilize the contact us section on the website with any questions or utilize that free 15 minute consultation booking button if you have any questions about what might work for you. Evil may exist in this world, but we will not let it win. See you next episode.